But in, when I went to Singapore, there was a Sikh gentleman out there who works for Apple, and he said, "You know what, Charan? It's easy. It, okay, I can get my stuff from India, but there is no GQ for Sardars. I like what is a GQ for Sardars? Because when I was like illiterate about that." Yeah. And he said, oh, "These are fashion magazines, yar. Like, how do you dress up, and how do you what, how you should wear, what you should pair it with?" And I said, "That's a beautiful idea." The beard deodorant is a is a new product which hardly came from a friend of ours. Right. So, uh, by the way, we brought a few investors on board. Okay. Okay. And one of them was we were just having lunch. Yeah. And even he grows a beard, and he dropped his food on his beard, which happens, right? It's the human thing. And he said, "Shush, ah, uh, now my beard is going to smell. I wish there was a beard deodorant or a beard perfume too. I like that's the product that we need to launch." Hello everyone, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Indian Startup Show. Today I speak to Charanjeev Singh, the founder of Singh Styled, the world's first Sikh brand that caters to 30 million Sikhs around the world. I spoke to CJ on the show five years ago, and he's still going strong. In fact, they are launching in Thailand, Malaysia, Australia, and Singapore. Amazing stuff. He talks about acquiring 10% of the Sikh grooming market just through word of mouth. He talks about product development lifecycle and why the weather plays a big role. He talks about building a community-centric brand. Talks about product failures. Talks about the importance of Sikh culture in 2020, and why the Indian hipster face has died. And finally, he talks about creating the world's first beard deodorant. And much, much more. So please enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, CJ. Thank you for going back on the show today. Hi, Neil. Sasikal. Awesome stuff. And I spoke to you a long time ago, uh, December 23rd, 2015, about Sing Style. I think you had three staff and 65 orders. At the time it was the world's first online shop exclusively for Sikhs. Um, so what's been going on since Salah spoke to you? So the company has grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we last spoke, it was just a newborn baby. That's right. Uh, we were just experimenting with our products. We didn't know what's going to work, how it's going to work. The market that we had projected, it was totally different. Consume target consumer who came online and they started buying. Yeah. So we actually had targeted that people in Bombay, Bangalore, Chennai, Hyderabad. are the target audience mm. because the seeks out there it's very difficult for them to buy turbans mm. whereas you go up north uh, delhi punjab and all you get turbans very easily mm, true but when we launched uh, within a few months we based on the transactions we saw that punjab and delhi are the are top uh buyers rather than bangalore and chennai and uh, it was a surprising factor but uh, a lot of learning curve mm-hmm. uh we saw a lot of ups and downs uh we saw demonetization because of which uh there was actually there was a pause on sales for the for around 3 months because most of the transactions as you know in india are on cash on delivery yeah so because of demonetization uh, cash was cash was just sucked out from the uh, system and then the implementation of gst and it was a very haphazard way of implementing uh, changes made so uh, we've gone through all those like through those lows yeah. and uh, uh, we survived mm-hmm. and uh, thanks to the you know the backing of the family the backing of customers and uh, we have now gained a team which is uh, one of the uh, most wonderful team to have mm-hmm. on board which is now uh, doing research and development mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we have now our own lab mm-hmm. where we do our research and development of, of for our products mm-hmm. uh, so that you know uh, the products which go on to the shelves of our, our consumers they are very well tested yeah. Yeah, yeah so we don't just don't bottle anything or we don't look at the west and say okay 
you know there's a beard uh, market happening in the west mm. so let's bring that into india yeah yeah awesome stuff so just give us some updated stats then uh, in terms of orders and uh so now singstyle is uh, commanding around 10% of the market share wow uh, which is again very very small mm. compared to the uh, you know it's a it's a small community of consumers mm. but which is spread across the globe yeah but still commanding 10% is good enough right now because we're still uh, we've just launched our, our products which were uh which we can market in a full scale we have never marketed right right it whatever customers that we got was uh, through word of mouth yeah 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 and uh, now is what we are going aggressive uh in marketing mm. we now have we just started off with uh 20 turban shade and a couple of beard oils and beard shampoo today we have got a huge range of we i think we have over 100 shades of turbans wow We've just launched six uh, core personal care products for Sikh gentlemen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be adding ten more in the next six months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, the expansion within the personal care is going to happen uh, in a big way. The beard deodorant is a is a new product which idly came from a friend of ours. Right. So uh, by the way, we brought a few investors on board. Okay. Okay. And one of them was we were just having lunch. Yeah. And even he grows a beard. and he dropped his food on his beard which happens right it's the human thing and he said shush uh, now my beard is going to smell i wish there was a beard deodorant or a beard perfume to i like that's the product that we need to launch <laughs> right and that's where the teams are working and we we are the first guys globally oh right we okay. launched a beard deodorant wow how's that how's that selling then Well, it's picking up. It's a new concept. Yeah. So uh, customers have just started. We've just launched it. Uh, it's sort of in two weeks now. Right. Right. Uh, as in how customers are getting to know, they are buying, they are adding to their uh, uh, to their product cards. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, sorry, to, to the order cards. Are you, are you excited But, about? Uh, are you excited about it then? Very excited because yeah. I, because I see this particular product doing very well during summers. That's the time when you're sweating and all. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so it's going to do tremendously well. Is it indifferent for future? So, yeah, so we're going to be. So right now we just have one. Hmm. Uh, we just wanted to know the feedback because we, that's how we do. We what we do is that uh, uh, before we build a we we launch any product, what we do is that we have around four hundred five hundred customers to ah, whom right. these products go, and then we get a feedback. Hmm. Hmm. Right, hmm. and we want to know even the, how the product is behaving in a particular weather. Hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, like in Bombay, it's going to behave in a very different manner. If you go to up north, which is really chilled right now, mm. it's going to behave in a very different way. Chennai, it's going to you know uh, the uh, the feel of the product might change. Mm. Yeah, it must be quite so, difficult then. Yeah, so once the feedback comes in, then we start tightening our screws, and then we'll 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 be launching around six seven uh, fragrances and that. Yeah, yeah. Talk talk about the product life cycle then. Um, you know the steps to bring in a new product. Right. So, uh, if you see any of the uh, FMCG brands like uh, within or our competition also, they they usually have around three month cycle. Within three months, they have need to come up with a new product and they need to launch it. Uh, whereas in our case, we take around eight to nine months. Right. Now the reason is that one is that we don't shave, right? So any product which is going onto our beards. Needs to be tested like hundred of hundred hundred of times uh, on on different beard textures, uh, different skin tones, weather, 
all these factors come in so right from the ideation stage right to uh, launching a product it takes around 8 to 9 months and uh, even after that what we do is that we send we've got now we've got a group of testing customers hmm. uh so they regularly keep on getting our, our products which once they are approved and they are safe uh then they then they test it and then they send their feedback like you know increase the fragrance reduce the fragrance uh make it much more uh if you can make it more li- uh, liquid mm. or make it more into a gel format uh we also get feedbacks about you know packaging uh so like the beard setter that we had launched uh, we launched it in a jar but most of our customers are are travelers these are business professionals they need uh, something in tubes and all so mm. that they can put it into their toiletry bag and you know mm. carry it with them yeah and see why it takes 8 months so, then what and to talk about beard texture the the most basic beard texture is the see uh, if you don't like uh, a Sikh who never cuts his uh, uh, or shaves his beard the beard from day one is very soft right right uh, if i compare it with yours if you start growing your beard your beard will be very very thick yeah. because of that shape because you've been shaving yeah true 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 so that's the basic difference between a non shaved beard and a shaved beard mm-hmm. now the other the biggest the second biggest factor is the weather in colder countries the weather uh, the, the beard is much more thicker or and even rough yeah whereas uh, a beard in bombay will be a bit soft and uh, it'll be like uh, well conditioned mm. right you don't need to use uh, conditioners and all to keep it soft mm. uh, interesting stuff um yeah for those people who didn't listen to the, the the previous podcast what what was the original idea behind this a lot of our uh, so the lot of youth or the seek youth were leaving the identity yeah and uh, you know there were different reasons but uh, some a few of the reasons were like they didn't believe in the faith or uh, because of you know bullying happening at at school level or college level whatever mm-hmm. it was but majority of the uh, uh, youngsters were leaving because you don't have enough products in the market to maintain the identity mm-hmm. if you like you can just go into any store and say i need a shaving blade and you will get it yeah true but a seek cannot just get into any store and say i need a uh, you know a beard fixer to set my beard it's it's not easily available and no brand was willing to do it uh, so what we said is that if the if you want uh, why don't we create a a platform which provides all these products will provide quality turbans mm. and provide you know a uh, world class uh, beard care and hair care products or personal hygiene products which will help you to maintain the identity mm-hmm. uh, with these so you don't have any reason then to leave the identity right and that's where we started i started putting down the the idea about sing style but mm-hmm. in, when i went to singapore uh, there was a sikh gentleman out there who works for apple and he said you know what charan it's easy it, okay i can get my stuff from india but there is no gq for sardars i like what is a gq for sardars because even i was like <laughs> illiterate about that yeah. and he said these are fashion magazines yaar like how do you dress up and how do you what how you should wear what you should pair it with and i said that's a beautiful idea and that's wherein i then came up with the name called sing styled mm. that when a sardar uh like for i'm a sardar right so if i style you 
your sing style mm, uh, or even if a, if a sadas dresses himself he sing style mm. so i will offer him everything right from his turban beard care hair care but even also accessories and all mm. so that he can uh, you know dress up himself but within the you know uh, limits of sikhism and create his own identity or enhance his guru gifted identity and that's the birth of sing style and i remember you telling me that um this is quite an interesting stat that it was 65% of non sikhs are buying back that was yeah, back then so, well, what's the, uh, what's that now then now the ratio has reduced on to our side right that ratio has gone down to around 30% uh, okay because okay. the the way, because uh, we have started getting a lot of clients through word of mouth yeah but also through referrals okay so like somebody buys it then they like a product then they tell their family members why don't you go ahead and buy it from here mm. right mm. uh so we have increased our uh, uh c population mark but uh, we also are selling our products on amazon and and flipkarts and all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and out there uh, whatever run sheet that i get uh i think 70% are non seeks mm-hmm. are they are they hipsters and they are buying the, well, yeah so they are buying the beard oils they're buying the shampoo uh they're buying the beard deodorant yeah so are you are you pretty big in the the hip, the hipster community then? Yeah, the hipster. Now I think the the thing is, I think the hipster phase has uh, died. Okay. <laughs> now it's a very serious. There's a very serious phase wherein uh, people who are actually growing a beard, they always wanted to grow a beard, and now they into the maintaining part, right? Uh, it's not that everyone can carry a beard. I think now only the the serious guys who believe that you know the the beard is a part of the eye. identity uh and you know they they invest not into uh 10000 products they 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 have already identified these four or five products that they will buy and to maintain it and that's about it yeah, yeah. so the hipster phase has died down in india and um, yeah you mentioned word of mouth uh, is is that when you say that do you mean like social media word of mouth uh social media is one but also within uh uh like our customer group itself right 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 okay, okay. Uh, people have recommended other uh, relatives and friends mm-hmm. to go ahead and buy it from us well okay is that the best marketing channel for you then that's the best marketing i think mm. the word of mouth what happens is that you don't need to part discounts you don't need to uh, burn money on marketing i was like uh, if i tell you today uh, in the last 6 years um the amount that i have spent on marketing you will tell me i'm a big liar and but uh, facebook is the dashboard is the the supporter mm. so we have just in 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 inr we would have invested up till now only 2 and a half lakhs mm. in in just marketing whereas mm. other brands they that they are weekly investments are going to be around a tune of 2 and a half to 3 lakhs gain that traction just because a that the customer experience that we have given and uh, the kind of products that we have given what? so people have and and i have kept my by uh, i still reply to customer mails yeah you do so yeah. what what's happened in that is that we have built a relationship with customers so even now when i travel down to any city and a customer comes to know that i'm in their city i just get an invite why don't you just join me for lunch uh, or you join me for you know for coffee So that's the kind of a brotherhood that we have built. Oh, nice. That's good. That's good. So, w- w- when was the breakthrough moment? Then, do you think? 
uh i think when we launched the beard setter uh beard setter is something that uh, we we a lot of sikh gentlemen used to you know uh, keep their beards in shape and stuck to their chin and we didn't have any good products in the market the only one product which was there which was always been there uh, from my grandfather's time was a uh like it's called a fixo and it's a pure pure gum which is very very harsh so it's very difficult to wash yeah most most and then you and, right and after you know a certain age you start forming uh beard patches because uh, your follicles are dead by then so we we actually uh it took us around 12 and a half we are uh, 12 and a half months to launch the first product hmm. which actually failed actually failed within 3 months because that's the time when we learned that weather plays a very big role in in a particular product mm. uh then we did the second round of batch which the uh which helped us to get into the market and now we're launching the fourth generation i think by, by mid of jan is what we're going to be launching the fourth generation of the beer setter and a lot of our customers are waiting for that yeah so so, so obviously you're you're the major player in this market now which is probably the goal of most I'm not the major no I'm not the major the, there are still so people have gone to hair sprays and all so we are competing with hair sprays we are competing with this particular gum based product right we will become a major player so now the the whole uh, idea is to go offline as well because uh being a community centric brand you can't just be a an internet player you have to go offline as well because Well, most people are not online or they are not comfortable buying online hmm. so we have to enter those villages and we have to enter tier 2 cities and tier 3 cities yeah and have a desk over there and how how's that going then how how are you expanding into uh, those those cities so the beautiful part about singstyle is that our customers have become our distributors okay so one of uh, uh, customers he's also been my guide for a long time yeah his name is uh, uh jagjit singh sir mm-hmm. and uh, uh he actually proposed you know why don't i take the distribution of the whole of north yeah and uh, we'll help you and we'll support you to you know go offline uh and and reach remote areas of punjab and all mm-hmm. and uh, the next person who came forward is called teet uh, singh uh he's from singapore mm. and uh, he also came forward with the same thought process that you know hmm. uh it's very difficult to get products in uh singapore malaysia and thailand hmm. and he's now taking up the distribution for that so hmm. uh by next month sing style will be available in the local markets hmm. of singapore and malaysia hmm. uh and i think by march we should be available in thailand hmm. how does that make you feel uh, it's a mixed thing yeah. i still i i still not digested this that this is happening it's 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 a dream you know because uh, neil the thing is that we've seen so many uh downs in while building sing style mm. that all of this thing you know looks like a dream yeah so i just you know i bow down to my gurus and i i thank them uh you know what what for whatever they are whatever they are doing right mm. now and it, i'm just going with the flow yeah. i'm just going with the flow right yeah, now i've still not digested that we are big Or we are gone big. Mm. We I still feel that we are a small company, yeah. with, I, and which whoever joins this company as a customer, he's my own family member. I, I, I can see Singapore and Malaysia being big, but like Thailand is, is that a big market? You think? 
So Singapore is a small market, right. but Singapore becomes the hub. Right, right, right. right. Okay. And from that hub, uh, Malaysia has around 150,000 um, uh, Sikh population. Yeah. Thailand has a significant amount of customers. Yeah, right, okay. So Singapore, So Singapore will become the hub from where we will hmm. ship out. Because it's costly to ship from Bombay to Singapore and all. Uh, but it's very cheap to ship from Singapore to all these places as well as to Australia. True. Right? Uh, the next market that we're targeting is US and Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third market that uh, I think by mid of next year is going to be UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And UK is our second biggest market because we have a huge customer base in UK. Yeah, yeah. And they have been you know, pushing us for... Or opening the gateway out there as well. Mm. We we have really bad weather in the UK. I know, but and, uh, <laughs> so the, the the beauty about uh, having an in-house uh, R and D is that we are actually making products. We we do a lot of uh, uh, the the formula the formulation. What you will find in India is very different than the one which is going to Singapore mm. because it's actually done for Singapore, Thailand, and Malaysia as okay. well. Also, the beer texture and in, like, for example, Indonesia, the Sikhs, uh, their beer texture is very different than what you'll find uh, texture in in India. Mm. So they they need a softer, a much more gentle product than uh, something which we are using out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is much more stronger, right? So what we do is that whatever uh, products that we are building and we are shipping is specifically for that particular country. So for UK. Because of the weather and all, uh, it's a to- it's a going to be a totally different product altogether. Yeah, true. Has to be a different problem de- uh, product, definitely. Um, yeah, you mentioned the lows. Then what 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 was the sort of biggest low that you've had? So the lows have been that okay. So uh, I I told you about demonetization. I told you about GST. Yeah. Also, uh, the thing is that uh, whatever we were earning, it it was just going back into uh, you know product development and all, mm. and it and and. Uh, Building a seed seed product, it takes time and it takes a lot, a lot of effort and it takes a lot of money. And we didn't, and it's not easy to get funding, uh, you know, for a company like ours. Mm. So you have to survive. It's all about survival. So we have like whatever resources that we have in house, we were just utilizing that and crawling to just survive. Uh, right, because I wanted, because I knew that there are these two or three products. Uh, that will, you know, make us go big. And I was just waiting for the day to come. 2019-20 was uh, is, is when uh, the product started. We, we, we got the results. Mm-hmm. And then uh, suddenly, you know, uh, just Jeet Singh Ji and then Tate Singh Ji came forward and things started working in a very different manner. For yeah. us. What, what, what kept you going then? A lot of times I wanted to just give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, I've got a, so by the way I got married in 2018 okay. and I got a lovely wife who has been a very big strong supporter of what we are doing oh, that's nice. and she has never let me like like there were days when uh, there were times when I actually just moved out of the business all to means totally Yeah. figuring out okay you know like educated guy I'll get a job somewhere mm. or let me go back to my banking and you know talking to my old bosses and all yeah. And she actually took over the business. She started calling customers, figuring out things, getting orders and all, mm-hmm. booking orders. She led the command at that time. 
so it's tough uh, for being being an entre- being an entrepreneur is very very tough you know mm. if your uh, the low point is very very long uh, you know even your patience gives up and i'm a very very patient guy when it comes to uh, you know building businesses because i have been doing that throughout my career yeah uh, mm. help a lot of companies to build brands and uh, products and all but mm. uh, sing style has been a testing area so it has tested me in and out mm. so i always right. thank you know the almighty for whatever he is doing definitely and for my lovely wife and a lovely mother that i have yeah all yeah. three of awesome. them have been you know supporting and getting me through this yeah yeah well, look looking back then would you like change anything then uh, no i actually don't want to change anything because i think uh, mm-hmm. it's just made me much more stronger i actually mm-hmm. wish that these kind of same experiences i had during my uh uh during the time when i was working in the corporate world because it would have actually tested my my abilities at that time what happens is that when you are working in a corporate world you have all the uh uh you know support and functions there, there are teams there are other colleagues uh there are a lot of people who are there on your back and call right mm. but when you are b- building your own uh, company or your own brand it's a very lonely game you don't have mm-hmm. too many people you, because a your wallet does not allow you to hire too many people mm-hmm. all right so you whatever whoever you have uh you should just thank and you know just work with them uh but if if this was the same experience i had in the corporate world it would have it would have made me much more stronger to deal with the current situation talking of current situations obviously covid um it's been a nightmare year um has it affected you sort of personally and on on a business level then so covid has been a mixed bag for us for for, yeah. uh, for us nearly for 3 months there was no business because right. even logistics were stopped business has picked up now uh, tashwood mm-hmm. but it has also given us a lot of time to rethink about our products and strategies and you know how do we when it opens up what are the 10 things to be done there was also a lot of gaps which were there within our own customer experience teams mm. which we filled up you know we we reworked on a flow a customer flow how a customer will come how do we engage what are the 10 things to look at how do we repackage our products what are the new products that we need to launch it has given us a ample of um, amount of time to think and then test on those products you know uh, which does not happen when you are running the show on a daily basis right so it's mm-hmm. fun or actually we have got about to launch when us uh, our second brand which is going to be okay. in january talk talk uh, about that then that's something i can't say much but it's a, mm-hmm. it's, a it's going to be a streetwear brand uh it's called the dirty gorilla it's going to be a fun brand so by end of jan is what we're going to be launching that so we mm-hmm. actually got ample of time to think about this particular brand as well yeah, yeah, yeah so what what your targets for 2021 then have you have you set certain targets in terms of orders and sales and profit etc now our target is uh to have around a uh, half a million seeks uh, who have t- 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 uh, tasted sing style mm-hmm. uh in the next uh, 300 pummies in the next two years that's a target right now yeah and then whatever you know magic or whatever surprises the almighty wants to send you know we'll just enjoy that and move forward 
moving forward. That's some stuff. Just going back to Sikh identity stroke culture. Um, what, what is that like now in 2020? Then is it, is it still strong? Is it is it is it declining? Uh, what your what your thoughts on that? It's not actually declining. It's actually uh, it's becoming stronger and stronger. Even mm. uh, Bollywood, which never had uh, Sikh or a turban actors, now have Diljit Osanj and all. I have started getting a lot of requests from uh, Sikhs who had cut their hair before, like in their youth, and they are, they want to get back to the identity. They want to know mm-hmm. how they want to learn the art of tying a turban. And all. Uh, so mm-hmm. we are actually going to be doing now. Uh, uh, there's a Sikh uh, turban celebrity uh, st- turban stylist called okay. Jaspreet Jaspreet Singh. Uh, he's a very big name within the Bollywood industry. Uh, oh, nice. All the all the actors they get their turbans tied by him. Mm. So we both are going to be collaborating, and we're going to have classes across uh, cities. So we're going to start from Bombay, then look at Bangalore, then look at Chennai, and all. So people who want to learn the art, they can just come for these classes and gain the knowledge. Oh, nice! That sounds interesting. Um, how how long does it take you for you to get ready? Then sounds quite complicated. This particular question you should ask my wife because she'll be able to actually tell you. But I, ideally, I to tie a turban it takes us. If once you get a hang of it, doesn't yeah. take you more than five minutes. Five minutes. All right, that's okay. Um, yeah. Last few questions then. Um, I mean, have you got any more insights on entrepreneurship? Obviously, you said it was tough. The only thing which I will tell anyone who wants to get into, uh, you know, building their own brand. See, it's a it's a beautiful thing to uh, have your own brand. It's a leg- you actually leave a legacy behind, right? But it's very mm-hmm. tough to uh, to run a show, especially in a country like India, where you know any day the government just changes the rule or they'll bring their own set of uh, conditions. So it's very very difficult to run a business in India or any other country as well. I would not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's not justified. We're just saying. Only India, I think in any country, it's difficult to run a business. So you need to just think through and you need to have a lot of patience. People think, you know, on uh, being an entrepreneur is about disrupting or being a startup, it's all about disruption. Hmm. I always say that uh, it's, it's not always the case. It's sector by sector. Like maybe in IT, disruption is the word, but in my sector, it's not the disruption. It's all about creating values and uh, taking time and being very patient about, you know, getting good mm. people on board and getting the right product. You know, you never know. For example, in the pandemic, did we hear about it, the educational sector or the mm. online educational sector has been there for the last uh, 10, 15 years, but uh, they got their green flag only during the pandemic. You need to be very, very patient and you need to be very conscious about your cash flows, respect your uh, the money, respect customers because any paying customer is actually your investor. Mm-hmm. Invest a lot in your customers, invest a lot in your products, invest a lot of uh, you know your time and effort in, in customer experience. These are the three things which will take you forward. No, good advice. Hey, just last, last question, in terms of logistics then, do you, do you have the warehouse... Is that we where have, all the f- orders get fulfilled, as it were? Because you ship, um, obviously, so we, around the world, don't you? No, so we have our own uh, warehouse. Uh, so our supply chain 
has been there very strong from from uh from 2017 that's what we have really worked hard on mm. uh right from getting our supplies from the factories to uh delivering it to our customers our turnaround time has been about 48 to 72 hours right 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 means from the from the time the order is placed to the time of delivery so we yeah. are actually competing with the amazons and all so is it is it a 24 hour operation then because obviously you ship to like 133 no, so, destinations so it's not 24 hours so we, we try to fulfill the uh, the shipment within 24 hours okay. but our okay. operations are not as equivalent to an amazon which has like robos and all working we yeah. put a very small warehouse where from where a very small team is actually packing and shipping our products mm. Couple of questions about branding, then. Um, just, just any advice on how would you go about start, starting a brand? The product and the product information has always built a, the brand. And yeah. what is what? So, what's a brand? Like the first time somebody you buy a particular product and you don't know even the name of the brand, you will first mm-hmm. see okay, the packaging looks decent, the information on the website is in depth. Text mark, uh, you know, it text marks my all my questions or queries, and then you say, okay, let me try this particular product, right? Mm-hmm. Second step is how easily or how quickly did you get the acquire the particular product, or how quickly did they deliver your product, right? And mm-hmm. then when you experience the product, if the product is good, there you go. That's where the brand is then known, and you say, okay, I love this particular brand. I'm going to try it again. Brand always comes. Uh, at the at level two, level one is uh, the trust uh, in a particular product that it should be good, and the customer experience. Yeah, right. And then you start yeah. growing it, and then that's how the brand starts growing. Yeah, awesome stuff. In terms of the website, then that's slightly changed because obviously you got more products on that. Um, do you get into like? analytics conversion rates and things like that do you check the website and see what people are doing no, I have, quite... that dashboard is always open on my on my laptop right. so right. right i'm always clued right. in like how many visitors are hitting the site what is the conversion rate how many people have abandoned the cart what is the reason of abandoning the carts i what, personally even what, write them mails or call them what, why do you think the people are abandoning the shopping cart then so most of our abandonments are happening from international clients. And the major reason is because of shipping costs. Ah, right, okay. That's why the that's why when the I we get huge amounts of abandoned cars from Singapore, Malaysia and all. Hmm. So when this uh, when this deal happened, there was a big cheer from our from our Singapore customers that finally you cracked it. Oh, sounds exciting. Uh, last question then, uh, for people who want more information on Sing Styled, what must they do? They can reach me anytime at sing at singstyle.com. It's S-I-N-G-H at, at the rate uh, S-I-N-G-H S-T-Y L-E-D dot com. Or I'm available on Twitter uh, under the name uh, The Flying Seek. Yeah, I'm always available so you, you all can just write me a mail or just tweet to me and I'll, I'll reply back within 24 hours. Awesome. CJ, aka The Flying Seek, uh, thanks for coming back on the show again. And I wish you all the best. Thank you, Neil. And uh, always loved your show. And uh, yeah. thanks for the supporting the uh, the ecosystem.
No, some sort of, I believe you're doing a podcast as well. So go and talk, talk about that. How's that going for you? It's going great. And I actually need you also to come one day onto the podcast. <laughs> and uh, I think it'll be a okay. fun a fun session because at that time you won't be asking any questions. I'll be asking you a lot of questions. Oh, no. This, this, will, this, will, be a, this will be a first for me, I think. Um, but yeah, definitely come on your show. Uh, go, go on, go, go, give it, what's the name and how, how do people listen to it? It's called Sings in Conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, it's a it's a two pronged idea wherein uh, we wanted to uh, uh, introduce uh, the CQ to different uh, icons or seek icons from different professions, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we when you say icons, it's not only about uh, uh, people from the music industry. It could be an icon from uh, advertising, from uh, uh, from fashion designing to mm-hmm. logistics you know, from any industry. So that mm-hmm. if somebody wants said, you know, CJ, I want to become uh, one day a fashion designer, I'll say, oh, you can look at AD Singh. Have you heard mm-hmm. about him? And then I can make him listen to the AD Singh podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or if somebody wants to become uh, uh, an ad man, I will say, you know, you should look at Sadbir and uh, mm-hmm. listen to his podcast. Even, uh, you know, the your identity is not going to come under uh, in your way of your professional life. Mm-hmm. A lot of youth also were moving away from the identity because lack of knowledge, thinking that because keeping or wearing a turban comes uh, in your way of your profession, right? So when you bring these icons and those ideas are actually uh, trained off. Who would be your sort of dream guest then on this podcast? I, I think one day I want to uh, interview Varus Aluwalia. Varus Aluwalia, he's the... Uh, uh, he's from the US, uh, the most stylish, uh, saying very simple, but very elegant looking classy man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was also one of my inspirations to create Sing Style. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Nice. Right, so I would love to get him on to the show. Brilliant. CJ, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Thank you, Neil. Thank you so much. Thanks to CJ for coming on the show today. And check out the website, singstyle.com. Check out the beard deodorant and much more. It could make a nice Christmas gift for that special someone. So thank you for supporting and listening to the podcast. Um, I should be back next week. And if you're building something exciting, please send me an email. Hello at neilpatel.co. Or you can tweet at IndianStartupSH. Or you can go to facebook.com forward slash Indian Startup. Thank you and goodbye.